Did you miss your favorite WXVU show? Have no fear, because every single WXVU show is available on demand. You heard that right, every single show. Search WXVU on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and you'll find archives of all of our weekly shows. It's another reason why this truly is the greatest semester in the history of Villanova's V891, The Roar. And welcome back to another episode of Scoop and Score Radio on WXVU 89.1 The Roar. Got a big show today. It's the first time we don't really have football. No football to talk about, but that's okay. We've got college basketball. We've got golf. We have the XFL, so that's kind of cool. But uh, stick around. It's going to be a great show for everyone. And the intro isn't working again. So let's just continue. Oh, there it is. Gonna go length of the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. All right, we are back at Scoop and Score. Yeah, it is the first weekend without football. So sad, um, but um, don't worry. Uh, the main topic of the discussion, I guess, will be college basketball, especially with that big-time uh, Villanova win. I know, right? Let's go. Our first quad one win of the season was Tuesday uh, against Xavier at Xavier, which made it even a better it's win. It's big, and we have a few more chances coming up, too. So this is watch out for those Wildcats. By far the best win. By far the most optimistic I've been. This is... This is this is healthy Villanova at its finest. Everybody's back. No excuses now. We just well, have to go. J- and Justin Moore, he his shot had been off all year, and he finally he that one shot he hit felt like it felt like a Colin moment, like the shot off the dribble to take the to get to the four point lead. Yeah, I mean that was that was a great shot. And then it looked like they were gonna fall apart again, like every game. Yeah, in the that, final minute that they was can't tough. do anything. They can't score. Two but travels in a turnover. The, yeah, uh, I, I did not like 
feeding Dixon there after he traveled the first time because he he could not really get set against their big guy and yeah he couldn't he, do anything. He really much. couldn't do anything, especially because they were being like sticklers for the traveling down yeah. low. Yeah, Xavier fans are still mad about that. But like the fact that he traveled the first time and it, it wasn't really it wasn't like he took a step. It was just he got bodied and his foot moved, and then he did the same exact thing on the next possession. That I I mean I guess matchup wise, he, yeah he, um, he he did make up for it though. I thought he played sound defense against yeah. uh, Suli Boom. Who, yeah, bad matchup at first. I but. I actually I'll admit after Boom hit that half court shot, I was so tired. I I was like oh, I'm just gonna take a nap. Like there's no way we're gonna we're gonna come back here and win this game. And then I wake up and I see I'm like oh I like <laughs> took like a little. Little half hour nap. I was like, "All right, like we're still in this game. I got to go watch." Yeah, it was similar to Providence where we were down mm. early on, on the road. We were down thirteen, I think, at one point. Oh, we were. It was, it was ugly so, early. Yeah. It was bad. They just, we just could not stop their offense. Um, but we slowly climbed back, like all Nova teams do. But it's also that that's a good sign for us because in general, we are a team that plays at a very slow pace and likes to control the pace and. A team like Marquette that usually tries to push the ball up the court really fast is always going to be a tough matchup because of how they play. And usually teams that play slow aren't as capable of making a comeback because you're not able to go on those scoring runs and you're not able to, to score quickly. Like you, you have to have good defensive possessions to be able to come back, more so than if you're like a fast-paced team because like it can get a little wild. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I give them a lot of credit. I, I did not think they were going to be able to come back in that game, especially early in the first half. And, like, a, a half-court shot at halftime at home really gets like gets the crowd going. It was like the third or fourth, it was like the third or fourth half-court shot a team has made on us this year mm-hmm. uh, at the end but, of the uh, But some big uh, – there were some great uh, great defensive possessions at the end of the game. Armstrong played some – probably his best D of the year on uh, – I think was that the last or the second-to-last possession? Where he uh, he he stayed in front of um, uh, what was the white guy's name? He was uh, Conkle. I have to, that, uh, I have to look yeah, up his name. Yeah, Conkle. Conkle. He was he he was like yeah, Conkle. He yeah. was he was playing pretty well, and I mean he had he had a good chance to score, but Armstrong just stayed in front of him. Really I mean, good defense played, possession. Yeah, Boom had seventeen, so he's gonna go off. Kobe Jones is a NBA like second round prospect, and he only had four. Mm-hmm. One thing I still still disappointed in Cam Whitmore the fact that in a game like that you don't even want to see him on the court at the end of the game. Yeah. Like when you're trying to like fight for good possessions and, and you and have to was, like that was he, interesting. It just doesn't. Sometimes it just doesn't seem like he cares enough, and it's like it's not. I you, it can go both ways because he doesn't really react to anything. So you can say like he's just so locked in that he's not. He's never never going to overreact to like a big moment or he's like he's just always like looking for the rest of the game but just like I don't know he he's he I feel like he's going to be a good NBA player but he I guess he came to Villanova to try and like learn how to play like team basketball but he still doesn't really know how to do it I feel like he he just all he wants to do is play iso ball yeah, and he wants to get like the crazy steal so he can go down and dunk the other way. But at, at the start of the year, I was like, I I want him on the court because you think he's this 
five-star prospect, one of the best prospects in Villanova history, who's going to be a top five pick. But now it's like, Sorry. it's like who who cares if he's going to be a top five pick or, or if he's a five-star prospect? He he he's he's potentially a liability on the court at the end of the game. Someone who's going to turn the ball over when that's something that we don't do at the end of games. He's it's, gotten it, a lot better at that though. And when you look at like his defense, like at the beginning, he was so lost on the court, like didn't know where to go, didn't know who to guard, the whole like always switching thing. And now mm-hmm. he's like one of the best defenders. He's always making the right play. He, he's like he's not a liability at all on defense. And he's actually helping us a ton. Like he's improving. He's becoming a much better basketball like, did, player. Did you want him on the court at the end of that game? Were yes. you like yes over who? Uh, Daniels. No. Oh, uh, in that game, yes. Defensively, probably Slater. I, did, Defensively I, I was, and I was hampering. I was hampering Slater the whole game. Um, I was Slater not. I was very eight. upset with Slater. Uh, thank goodness he was there in the last possession, I guess. But he was terrible. But Whitmore. Um, who was in the last possession, like offensively for us? Dixon Moore. It was Dixon Moore Armstrong. Was Archin? No, 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 not the no. end. Well, Longino, was, Longino was in. Wasn't yeah, it? well, he he, Longino subbed him for the last, like the last defensive possession. Yeah. To try to to try to guard up on, I think he was on. Was he on Boom that play? Yeah. He was on. He was guarding on. So, well, Winmore's uh, a freshman. Obviously, like he's he's surrounded by Dixon is a senior, Slater's a grad, Moore's a senior, and Daniels is a grad. So, he's very young compared to this lineup. So. Would I want Whitmore on the floor last? Yeah, of course. I want his defense and offensive, you know, prowess. I guess his presence alone makes defenses a little terrified. But I don't want him scoring. I don't want him having the ball last. I want either Dixon, Moore, or Daniels having the ball last. Yeah. So, yes and no. He's so good, though. You have to have him on the court. Uh, of course, I want him on the court. But I don't want him taking like the last shot. But if I want, he, I want, I want the, the open guy shot. taking the last shot. If. If Whitmore's on the court, he's probably going to take that last shot. Like he, yeah, like I mean, he's he, he's he's gonna shoot. I mean, it's, if he's open, well, if we're in a not, situation, he's not the only one really. who can really create we're, his own if shot. We're in a he's the only one who's been able to drive. If we're in a situation where Neptune calls a timeout and runs an offensive play, most of the time he probably won't have Whitmore scoring on that play. It's been Dixon most of the time, right? Where he's when Neptune called a play, it's been Dixon, and it hasn't worked at all. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't no. Because the other coaches, because he thinks that. The big like the center on the other team is gonna be guarding Dixon, so you can get Dixon out and get an open three. Yeah. And then they and then, and then the they other switch. Coach is always ready yeah. for that. That's yeah. what happened against Iowa State. That's what happened against Creighton. I think it, it happened against Michigan State too, because they yeah because uh, uh-huh. they try to set the pick to get the Dixon I mean, three. We'll and then. Yeah, I mean Wimore he had zero turnover, so he hasn't been turning the ball over. But I still don't trust his dribbling. Um, but like he's improving. Like this yeah, was I mean, this improving. was an issue in like December. Yeah, I and like mean, now he's like no, really good. He's turning the ball over. Not not a lot at all anymore, but he's go. No, he's learning when to drive when they give him the left hand. He's not forcing it anymore. He's passing it out when it's not there. He is passing it out. I do see that now. He's passing a lot more because the offense has been mainly like it's been very Daniel. He's gotten free. better, but I I just what was Daniel's two for? I'm still disappointed for that. Eight. Like I. I mean, I mean, going in, you think what he he was he was the number what rank group? Like prospect coming like into the year, 10, eleven but like five best prospect in drafts. I yeah. mean, you would you would I think, think that, I feel like your expectations were just too high. Though. You would I think, think my that expectations you, were you, high. You would think that he'd be. I mean, 12, 12 and five for a guy who's going to be a top five pick. It's like, do, do you think he's going to do that? Top five pick in the NBA. You think he's going to 
you would think he'd have at least like yeah for for a guy who's like a six seven forward you would hope he'd have this this stat line next year on a bad team because because he's gonna go he's gonna go to a bad team and he's gonna get probably a lot of minutes yeah, depending he, on where he goes like you would think he, he'd also have 12 and 5 on kind of the same do you think he's better or worse than grady dick uh, uh i mean he'll probably I, be picked higher because as an, who as would an, you rather have on this villanova team grady dick or whitmore yeah i mean i love dunks so and i love explosiveness and whitmore provides that I would assume the shooting we would get from Moore and Daniels, so we then we like I mean, shooting, but we we are not a good shooting team, like we are not a good shooting team at all. Yeah, I mean we take too many threes and we don't make the threes. Xavier, I think, shoots very like. I feel like uh, like offenses. I mean, except for this game, Dick Dick plays primarily guard, right? Because he's yeah. he's listed as six. He's listed at six eight. I mean, he's it says he's t- he says he's even bigger than Whitmore. I wonder when we're. He's a go lot skinnier though. Yeah, yeah, no, he he he's not, he's not a, as athletic, and he's not like. I don't know if Whitmore. He's six eight, but he's not going to like back anyone down. Maybe a top ten pick now, Whitmore. Who Whitmore? He's yeah. like number five in most mock drafts. Is he? He was like when I saw. And now with earlier. Brandon Miller could be four. Brandon him Miller dropping <laughs> forty after liking a tweet. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Miller's good though. He's really good. Um, yeah, Cam Whitmore's a good consolation prize. For not getting uh, Victor Scoot, so <laughs> if you you can't say that he's like a consolation prize and then say that you expected more from him this year. Well, I ex- well a, a five star guy as athletically built as Whitmore, I did expect. He's, he, he, he a looking looking more. back, he's not someone who's gonna have like like really. If we miss the tournament, like you're not really gonna look back and remember anything that Whitmore did at Villanova. Like nothing. Yeah, but that's like that's oh that's because he's, he's a one and done and we didn't make the tournament. But like that's the case with any like five star we would get. I, but it's like you would think with the guys you had coming back and di- and if Whitmore was this top ten t- top ten player coming in, you would think he'd be averaging a little more yeah. points. He'd be a little he he'd be a little more consistent overall and like. Yeah, was, I mean we're not used to getting these five star freshmen that are one and done. This is gonna be the first one and done prospect since what Tim Thomas, right? They always say that like in the nineteen. Uh, Looking 19, back, like it, ish it's somewhat unfair because you said you you would say if they had just more the whole year, this would easily be a tournament team. But I mean, you got we, we also we beat Xavier without uh, Fremantle, and he was their by yeah. far their best player it against us the last so game. It'll be interesting. If he he. Simply could not miss in the final six seven minutes of the game at the fin. Yeah. Like, do you do you remember watching that? Oh uh, yeah. He, he would he would make a shot and he'd like look up at the crowd and like like silence them every single time going yeah. down the floor. That was Winwood's best game actually. I think he had, like twenty six that game at Fremantle twenty seven. Uh yeah. So they yeah. beat us without more and we beat them without Fremantle. So and, and right more now, was the reason we won this game. Yeah. And Just Fremantle, like Fremantle was the reason. So. Yeah. So it, right now, if the season ends today, um. Villanova actually plays Xavier, so um, it'll be intriguing. And and Clay and I, we were seeing the schedules after the game, and we've determined. I think it seems like the seedings pretty much. It's probably going to be determined out. by Xavier Providence. Yes, the winner of Xavier Providence will be the two seed. The loser will be the four seed. Yeah. So so, so second round we would play what seed? We would play if, if, we if we're, we're seven. We would play the two, right? If we're seven, we'd play two. Yes. 
So then, then six and seven comes down to who wins between us and Seton yeah, Hall. Yeah, that's gonna be I would, at the Rock. I would love to play Providence at at MSG. I would love to play Providence too. I, I would it. play any team except Marquette or UConn. Uh, well, the, 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 uh, we could be. Thing is, well, 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 the thing I is, don't matchup, matchup wise, you, you, you don't want to. The win. You the don't want to play Marquette just, because they're better. The, uh, but UConn, you don't want to play because UConn also, it's not home court for us anymore. If we play UConn, it's a fifty-fifty split. Give me a U. Give me an S. Give me a U. Give me a C. Give, Give me a K. K. You, you suck. suck. You suck. I thought you were going to do a UConn chant there yeah, for a yeah, second. So did I. Because you've been doing that this past week. Their chant is so like catchy though. UConn. Oh my goodness. No, but uh, so uh, so our upcoming games. So are, would we play in the first game on Wednesday or the second slate? If we're the seventh seed, we play the second slate. If we're the sixth seed, we play the third slate. I mean, so unless we win, like, so we're guaranteed we're probably gonna play. Like the tenth seed is probably gonna be DePaul, and the eleventh seed is gonna be Georgetown. So if we're the sixth seed, we, I mean, I hope well, we gotta beat Georgetown. We gotta beat DePaul at Georgetown. We're good enough now to destroy yeah. these teams. Yeah. So we like, can beat any Midwest team other than Marquette. Like at MSG. if if Crane's assuming assuming Crane's probably three now, would you rather play Creighton or Providence slash Xavier at MSG? Providence. I'll play any of them. So. Providence. If if you look at we, Providence's we, splits, home first, like away and yeah, on the road. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, away and neutral. Providence one. is they're it would they're be more like unbeatable at home. Like I think against Xavier. Providence's Crane, one road win though is that Wells Fargo. That was Moore's first game. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going to. Look, every single. I think our defensive. I think our defense since Moore's comeback is like third or fourth best in the Big East. It's been really good. He's completely helped yeah. his team. And everyone's improving. Yeah, yeah. we've Chris Archie Diakno looked great last or on Tuesday. He was. He he, he played a great game. So Alan Gino looked say, really he, good. Ever since Armstrong Moore, was really good. Well, the, yeah, the, Cam's getting so. The much only better. team that I that I don't really think we could beat right now is Marquette. Marquette. Yeah, Kolick is. Kolick is incredible. That I mean, we can't beat Marquette. That's why it actually favors us to be a two or three because yeah. UConn or or UConn or whoever faces UConn against Marquette, like one of those teams can win. Yeah, it's almost better to play on Wednesday and avoid Marquette and have to have Marquette and UConn play each other mm-hmm. than yeah. be the five seed and have to face Xavier and then Marquette. I mean, but even though we get a, a buy on Wednesday, yeah, the 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 hope is that you play Marquette either after they've been like battered down yeah. in a game against like Xavier or Creighton or UConn. Hopefully. Well, no, actually, it wouldn't be Xavier because they're or whoever's whoever's the the three. Actually, no. We so if we win, we would play the two, then the winner of the three, the three six, if we're the seven, correct? And then it's just flip yeah, flops. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it's so it it would be either Creighton or UConn who. Uh, Marquette would play in the second round, assuming they would they would dismantle whoever's the eight seed. Yeah. Well, Creighton's probably gonna be three. Yeah, Creighton. Yeah, Creighton's got an easy schedule the rest of the way, so it depends. It this, I mean, the the thing is that makes it confusing. That Xavier, Providence, and Creighton are all twelve and five in conference. Yeah. So there's three games left. So like we're basing this off a of schedule, and Creighton's got an easy schedule. They actually all easy schedules Xavier, except for. Yeah, I mean, Xavier plays Seton Hall. Creighton's Providence, toughest opponent is you know ours truly. Nova and Providence and Xavier have to play each other, mm-hmm. um, so that's what makes it tough. I hope we destroy the ten seat though. I'd like to build some momentum, you know, be like the seven, be like the the St. John's up until the fifteen minute mark, second half, and <laughs> Last then year? just not be the yeah. Just I want to be that version of St. John's, just seventeen point lead against the two seed, 
just don't choke the lead, though. Yeah. Well, just right now it. the ten is the Paul team that's it's lost. Like we, that that hasn't won since they we beat us, been right? Choking leads. I, I think they. I think they've lost like back. nine in a row to Paul. Who? Yeah, Paul. they lost to Georgetown. They're they're yeah, like they they're won. not good. That was no, terrible. Not. We we have to beat. We have to beat uh, the ten seed. Looking I back, mean, those uh those games during the ski trip are pretty brutal. Yeah, those are terrible. I. Like g- going into that to that DePaul game, it's like you don't even feel like you need to watch the whole game against DePaul because Portland because the last time they won before that was what? It was it well, 2007, 2006. Huh. Yeah, I mean yeah. Portland was bad, but we were West Coast team. Portland, and we didn't have Portland was bad, but it's like or yeah, more. or more. And like the Butler and DePaul game, like okay, Butler were at Hinkle, so I understand that. Hinkle, Hinkle, there's still Hinkle magic. Yeah. So at DePaul though, like you have Whitmore. That's bad. That's really bad. We did not play well. That, I think that was the worst loss of the season. I still think Portland was. You think Maybe so? Maybe Oregon. Uh, Oregon no, makes sense because we just Oregon's lost two bad team, games. But yeah, Portland yeah, but was, they're starting walk I mean, Portland, Portland got, we got destroyed. Well, Portland's been, like, pretty bad this year, yeah. too. Which kind of – I mean, I guess you're playing out in Portland, but it's also right, – that was right after we almost beat Iowa State, too. I mean, yeah, if you beat Portland, we're a little bit closer to the bubble, right? Well, it's like you have losses against teams that aren't going to – you have the Temple yeah, loss, I mean, I the Portland you loss. Quad three losses. Like, like the, the, those are – I'm pretty sure those are all quad three. Houston has a loss to Temple too, though. Yeah. So. It makes Temple look good. Uh-huh. Bit. That's why Temple – the Temple loss isn't as bad as the Portland loss. Yeah. And nah. the Temple loss is a rivalry, so you good. should look uh, at that and see. Right? Is Temple good in the – good in the, uh, the uh, Temple loss is still a bad loss. It's Temple's bad, not good. It's not like Houston's loss to Temple is worse than our loss to Temple. Yeah, but our loss I will to Temple. Our loss to Temple still isn't good. Temple is Temple's not nine and seven in conference. So okay, okay, that that's good. It's better than our conference overall. record. Oh, they have a winning record. They have a better record than we do. <laughs> What's Portland? Portland is thirteen and seventeen, five and ten in conference. So yeah, Portland's bad. <coughs> So, yeah, this makes this game interesting this Saturday, Creighton. Um, Going to do keys to the game? Yeah. All right, but first, let's do a quick white card read. We're always forgetting the 115 reads, and it's already 123. But Goodness Bowls is a proud sponsor of WXVU, a one-stop shop for healthy eating. Located minutes from campus, Goodness Bowls offers a wide variety of smoothies, bowls, juices, salads, wraps, toasts, and much more. Goodness Bowls is open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday and 8 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. on Sunday. Goodness Bowls can also be ordered online at goodnessbowls.com or on Uber Eats, DoorDash, or Grubhub. Nova Bucks are accepted. Goodness Bowls is located in the Villanova Plaza on Lancaster Avenue right next to Starbucks. And as always, you're listening to Scoop and Score Radio Show on WXVU 89.1, The Roar. Keys to the game, Jason. Um, I feel like the Dixon Kalkbrenner matchup is going to be pretty important down there. Yeah, I mean Dixon sure. at the at the end of the game, he struggled a little bit against Xavier. So as long as he can like hold his own, he's not he's not as big as Kalkbrenner, but he, he I feel like he 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 can't really defend Kalkbrenner, but he can still score on him. So it's like if you can take even blows down there and try to gain an edge somewhere else on the court, uh, that'll be pretty important. But if Kalkbrenner is just dominating and Dixon has an off day, it'll be very hard to win that game. 
Yeah, for sure. I completely agree. I also think that us, our defensive play is going to be a big key. Creighton has a lot of guys that can score, and if they can get open shots, then it's going to be a long day yeah. for us. But if we can limit them, cause turnovers, like we've been doing well recently, mm-hmm. that's going to be huge. Yeah, going on what you said, Clayton, um, they score a lot from three. They're very streaky, though. So if they're like hitting three after three, it's going to be tough. But if they miss a lot of their threes by yeah. playing good perimeter defense, I think we can. Hopefully, have. like Shireman goes like three for eleven again. Yeah. I mean, like, he, I mean, Shireman went. He, he's. I, I feel like he's one of the guys who's like really started to make have more of an impact. Like you, you. He was like really good at South Dakota State, but he's he's almost he's almost averaging what he did at South Dakota State last year. Like, th- there's been a lot of really good transfers in the Big East. You look at Providence, Shireman to Creighton, obviously boom to Xavier. But I mean, Shireman shot three for eleven and still had eighteen points. Like he have they they just have guys that and he's probably what like normally their their third option on offense. Yeah, because yeah. you have you have Alexander, you have. Kalkbrenner. They still have Nemard. I mean, they have. They just have guys that can score. I mean, look, we lost by five to them on the road, so I, I don't want to relive that game. We can definitely win this game because we. Uh, that was one of the games yeah. that we had a lead on pretty late. But Trey Alexander, one of the starters, that don't get talked about as much as like Kalkbrenner or Shireman or Nemhard. I at twenty seven. Yeah, so we have to, We have to watch out for every us. single starter mm-hmm. because when we play them, Kalkbrenner is usual. 16 because he all does is dunk and score layups. Nimhart at 10. Shyman only at 5. And they went 7 for 24. So we had a shot. Why? Because they shot 29% from 3. We shot 28% from 3, so we didn't shoot well at all. You know Creighton's favored by... No, never mind. This is the other one. I'm trying to find the spread. Yeah, that probably won't come Creighton out. was favored by 10 in the, in the last game. So there'll probably be... Um, They'll probably be favored by like two or three, I think. Let's see. That's probably what it'll be. Even though it's at Wells Fargo. Yeah, you think? I think that's what it'll be favored. I think whose line is it anyway? I uh, that's my guess. They're not uh, I don't think it came out yet, but that's my guess. Yeah, the, the it's, yeah, it's not out. I'll say we'll I'll say we'll be on the dogs by two and a half. I say yeah, n- no matter what I feel like it'll be but it'll be very it, I feel like it'll be under three either way. Yeah. No matter what. This should be your most hyped game, I think, at Wells Fargo because well, in terms of like we have momentum, I mean the the Providence game was nice because that was Moore's return. The Oklahoma game was nice because that was Whitmore's return. Whitmore's debut. And who else did we play against at Wells Fargo? Seton Hall. Seton Hall. Seton Hall. That was a, that was a good game. That we that was. Seton Hall was fun because that was like like it was like oh we won. Yeah, that we won and we we actually won pretty easily I thought. Mm. But this game we're coming off our best win. It's also this for for a lot of people this will be the last yeah. the last home game because. The UConn game is that's true. is during the start of spring break, yeah. so yeah. it's this could be the last time. This will be the last time a lot a lot of people will be able to see him in person until it, it, if if you either win the student lottery or buy a ticket for Wednesday. Looking, I think Wednesday the ticket the tickets for like the whole slate they're are cheap. only like they're cheap. They're, cheap. they're less like, than ten dollars. Really? Yeah. Where? Uh, I, that's I saw, what people were saying. I saw. Geek. I saw like I think I saw. Between thirty and forty, the other day. Really? That's that's <coughs> look somewhere else. A little expensive, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, but uh, I mean, everybody. I mean, we after the game on Twitter, everybody's like, "Watch out for Nova. Nova can run the Big East." I mean, they can. I mean, it just shows that like the te- we're the team you don't want. Nova never is out of it. You know what I mean? Like, Six dollars. This is a down year for us because we have a new coach. On game time. On tick pick. Six bucks. No free shoutouts. But what is that fees? Six, that is six that, dollars, including fees. That includes fees. Yes. Damn, you you should buy it and you can get se- fourteen tickets in a row for six. Buy it and then sell it. There's there's six six seven six seven 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 six. So hold on, what if, it's not you're not gonna if we get sell the t- it for wait, much if higher. we get the tickets right, and they're sixty dollars total, and so you split it and it's thirty, and let's just say we lose Wednesday, and you could buy that ticket for six dollars. So don't you actually save money then if you actually? Well, yeah, but there's you're no the, way they're losing you're, ones. You're in the upper sections compared to the floor. The floor. So you, you're paying you're, you're paying twenty four dollars to sit in literally four hundred dollars seats any yeah. any time. Yeah, at the world's most famous arena. Yeah, that's true. In, in the best tournament in, in basketball, it's not March Madness. Yeah. Uh huh. It's I think it's worth it. Uh yeah. So I mean, we gotta back what people are saying that we're this team that. Got to watch out for. I mean, the only team that really has an easy path to the semifinals is Marquette because UConn, Seen Hall, and Nova are the five, six, seven seeds. Like the eight seed is St. John's. I know they're the home team, but St. John's has been terrible all year. Marquette should handle yeah. that team easily. Rick Pitino next year. Rick Pitino to the uh, St. John's. St. John's, yeah. And Georgetown might be looking for a new coach. What if Chris Beard takes his Georgetown town, uh, Georgetown job? Then the Big East will be. Then I'm then, gonna be mad that then, we lost our Hall of Fame coach and everyone else got one. Yeah, it, it's like then it wouldn't even be it, it wouldn't even be unfair to call Neptune one of the worst coaches in the Big East because I think he would be the second worst coach in the Big East at that point. Yeah, probably through like no fault of his own. Yeah, it's just it's just like you have. Uh, yeah, he'd be guys. he'd be third worst. Third to who? Shaheem Holloway yeah. and uh, Tony Stubblefield. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Marquette. Yeah, yeah, better, better. I guess Dan Hurley's better for now. Uh, mm-hmm. Butler's got that mana, so he'll be good. He's good. Yeah. Eesh. Yeah. That's the future. I'm not thinking about that right now. St. John's has to fire the coach, though, if they have any chance of building a future. They're just not a good. What I, we said at the beginning, yeah, I'm like the one. They have a good lineup on paper, but the one thing that could haunt them is shooting and. They suck shooting in says twice. So, who Creighton? No, uh, St. John's. Oh yeah, <laughs> Creighton is very streaky. So if Creighton has an off day shooting, I th- you can easily win. I think against Creighton. Yeah, but we didn't shoot well against Creighton either. So that's why we we have to shoot well. We have to shoot well. We have to shoot at least above at least at least above thirty three thirty four percent. I think from three. You know, Crane's actually the best. What did we shoot last time? Twenty two. Crane's been the best defensive team this uh, this last month. So um, that is something that is um, we have to look out for. That they they are a tough defensive team now. I mean, Cockburn is of course always good at defensively, but we have to find a, we have to just find a way to score. Wimworth should have a good game. I hope. Moore's got to shoot well. Slater just can't get in the foul trouble. I'm intrigued to see how many minutes Armstrong plays now. 
that he had a good defensive game against. Uh, boom, I wonder if he could be a Nemhard for a lot of the game. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy how much you improve just by playing in games. Yeah, like Hausen couldn't play that game. I think they were too quick for Hausen defensively. But Arch stepped up. I thought Arch yeah. played a pretty good game. So I think Arch deserves some minutes. Absolutely. And then who else? Longino. Yeah, in a way, it's it was Longino's nice. good defensively too, so... In a way, like a positive spin zone for Whitmore and Moore both being out early was it got time. Like you have to use Armstrong, you have to use Hausen. Like they're getting real minutes. They were bad at first, but like they've improved a lot. Yeah. I, I think now Armstrong could be one of the best guards in the Big East. Next yeah, year. it's very like two. Oh, he's yeah, he, he he's come a long way it's too. And if if we had more playing point guard the whole year, like he would be nowhere close to this. That's the thing. It's like too little, too late in terms of this year. But like it's good that like a lot of these young guys got opportunities. Because yeah. next year, it's like, okay, now we expect Armstrong. Can picture it now. Hassan's taking 10 threes a game next yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, Hassan, I think, is going to be one of the best shooters. Is it, shooter it, it, it Hassan or Hassan? Is I'm it actually Hassan? Everyone says, was saying Hassan. I'm saying Hassan. But he says it's Hassan. Hassan. No. But that might be just because he's from Texas. Hassan's cooler. So if you say Hassan with a Texas accent, it sounds like Hassan. Hausen. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So it is Hausen. So he says it's it's Hausen. Because <laughs> I've been saying like Hausen, it just feels weird. Hausen. It, like Hausen just sounds better. The announcers switch the way they say. You know, like Howdy, Hausen. Howdy, Hausen. Howdy, Hausen. Hausen. Well, because if you say Hausen, it's like how Hausen. Like it, there's a little like draw yeah. on the <laughs> AU that makes it. Brandon, like, you have to say it with the draw. Brandon Hansen with 40 points. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a like a high school football announcer in a movie. <laughs> there he goes. What a comeback! Well, speaking of 40 he points, go all the way. Do we want to talk about Brandon Miller? <laughs> oh my God. Um, just wrong place yeah, at the wrong time. Jason, you want to give like a background can some, yeah, story? Yeah, someone to that? give a background. Um, Jason, I've heard so much. I don't know what's true and what's uh, not. Let me. Let me. Uh, it, if you want to talk about something else for like another minute or two, I just need to make how... sure because because I, okay, I can't yeah, talk yeah. about it and then <laughs> have like say a something deep, wrong. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, sure. I this can't is a very deep, so. <laughs> controversial discussion. Yeah. Um, what outfit do you think Kyle Neptune's gonna wear next year in Phoenix when we cut down the nets? Uh, I think he he doesn't wear ties, so mm-hmm. maybe he'll bring a tie for. Uh, Will he go t-shirt or like turtleneck sweater? No, of course you have the suit. Well, yeah, but he'll go like a suit, like the blazer, oh. and then will it be a shirt underneath oh. or the a sweater? A shirt. You a think? Shirt. You th- even the final he's gonna four. He's going to be sweating. He's going to be sweating with the t- sweater or turtleneck on. Yeah. He's done the turtleneck before. Yeah, but like he doesn't have like the whole suit. He just has like a blazer, and he just has like nice pants. Yeah. Like he's very like it's like a low school suit. Like like low yeah, like low like chill suit. Why do you think that everyone last year blamed Jay Wright's outfit for why we lost, but now no one's blaming Kyle Neptune's outfit for why we were losing? Because everybody <laughs> Do you think if he switched to a more casual look we would be winning more games? No. I think it because we really lost out last year, so it would come it came as a shock why we lost and so everybody's like it has to be Jay Rice quarter zip outfit you know it can't be the players or him but all right i i i think i think i have it i have the story the right story all right so uh for anyone that doesn't know brandon miller plays for alabama he's he's probably easily a top what three guard in the country yeah Mm -hmm. some could say like some could say the best guard in the country i think he yeah i think he was projected top three as of like uh this week but um so uh 
the story is that um, I think it was well, like two. I don't know the exact date, but three players on the Alabama basketball team were connected to a murder, like a couple of months ago. Oh, it was months. I think, ago? It, I okay. think it was at it was at like November or early. December, well, because right? they didn't find out. I think it, the one guy. So it was Brandon Miller, um, like Alabama's best player, and Alabama is one of the best teams in the country. Um, another player, Darius Miles, who has since been kicked off the team, and then a freshman, Jaden Bradley, who was just there, but. He had no connection to what happened. So basically, um, Brandon Miller dropped off Miles and Davis at, at a nightclub near the university. And then later, Miles, uh, the other player, asked Brandon Miller to bring his gun to him at like 2 in the morning. Miller drove his Dodge over to the nightclub, gave his gun to Miles, and then... Um, they, uh, the two players like got in the back of his car. The gun was handed over, um, and I guess Miles handed the gun to somebody else. And then it ended up that day there was like a shootout, and he started shooting at somebody. And there was another car involved, and um, someone in the other car passed away. So Miller didn't take part in the murder at all, but. He's the one who brought the murder weapon to the scene so and, was, like, handed it off to the other player. It was his gun. He got a text saying the guy needed it, brought it to the no, scene, so, so, gave so, it to someone who gave it to someone else and then killed someone? Yeah. So it okay. was it was Miles' gun, and he was like, oh, okay. he was like, Brandon, can you bring me – can you give me my gun? Miller drives – he he dropped him off at the nightclub and left. So he goes back to the nightclub at 2 in the morning, gives the kid the gun, and then – uh, I guess some people say that like Miller, I, I don't know how they would know this. He told them that the gun was loaded like that. I feel like that detail, like no one really knows. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was and so then NATO. Yeah. And then, then the coach, uh, after this all came out, the coach made a statement saying that Miller was just in the wrong place at the wrong time and he was not really connected. Yeah, and that he can't control anything that happens outside of practice. Yeah, so so like the one guy Miles, whose gun it was, and who, um, who like who actually gave the gun who actually gave the gun, and he he might have like taken a shot and then moved the gun. I don't know. All like the the exact details are still like kind of cloudy, but uh, he was he's been kicked off the team since then. But it's like, is Miller gonna face any? Like is he is the team going to take action? No one really knows because he is the team's best player, and yeah. they're a projected what like one or two seed right now. Yeah, they might be the best team in the country. Yeah, I mean right now, uh, right now you could say like the top eight teams all have a chance to be like the number one overall seed by the end of the year. But uh, it's it's a it's a it's a tough look for Bama. Yeah, especially because they kick him, they kick. Uh... What's the other guy's name? Uh, Darius Miles. Yeah, they kicked Miles off the team for handing the gun to the killer, and then, but their best player was the one who gave so the gun Miller, to Miles. So Miller handed the gun to Miles. Like he doesn't even get suspended. And Miles or handed the gun to the killer. Is that what I'm yeah. hearing? Yeah, it's like the hockey. But assist. Miller went to go get the gun. Yeah. So yes. the, uh, like the thing Miller is, brought the gun to the crime scene. Miller, the thing Miller brought a gun to like a nightclub at like two in the morning. Like you. you He's guilty. I'm sorry. That's 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 a bad look. 
Here's a simple thing. And for Alabama not to eat, like, even suspend him or yeah. say, like, you're not going to play well, until we know what's going on. He, uh, Miller, someone on Twitter was like, oh, with all this going on, like, Brandon Miller about to drop 40 on you. Miller liked the tweet before their game, like, the other day, and I think he dropped a career-high 43 points. Miller woke up feeling dangerous. <laughs> that version of Miller now. Now Miller's angry. That He may be a, a tough. Yeah, so basically the other player, Miles, along with the guy who, like, actually shot are being charged with capital murder Sheesh. how many years in prison is that um i'm not sure but that's a pretty pretty big offense so miller's being charged or miles is being charged with that miles miller miller, isn't miller hasn't been charged char- hasn't been charged with anything which is why he's still playing yeah oh come on you have to at least suspend him or not suspend him but like because so like the first report that came out in like on like January fifteenth was that Darius Miles provided the gun in the fatal shooting, so like he oh, was directly okay. connected. But then they found out that Miles provided the gun in the shooting, but Miller was the one who brought the gun to the to the pretty much crime scene. Because I guess it occurred like on the street right outside of the nightclub, like in Tuscaloosa. Did that happen? In? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's bad. That's wrong a, place at the wrong time. Though. That's a bad look. <laughs> no, because you can either say uh, no. yeah, obviously not. Say no. <laughs> that's what that's what Alabama coach is trying hey, to say. Can you go get my gun? No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll drive away, but not go get the gun and just go home. Like, yeah, he also played a day after. Like law enforcement first testified that Miller delivered the gun that was used in the. The craziest stories are these stories of top top prospects people that will get millions of dollars doing crime that ruins their career it's sad but it's just... i mean miller's probably a candidate for the, for the nismith this year yeah he may apparently the brandon miller's lawyers are saying he never touched the gun and drove to pick, to the scene drove and then to pick up miles and, and then, then miles leave. grabbed the gun out of the car yeah because the uh, I think the like whoever what the Tuscaloosa police or whoever was involved with with investigating said that they found out that Miller somehow that he was like asked to bring the gun over innocent until proven guilty yeah yeah <laughs> yeah innocent until proven guilty you just but don't have to play like to still yeah I mean the, he 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 it should be I guess like. He should not play due to like a coach's decision, and until they figure out what's going on here, because if he does get charged with something, and they find out that he he like th- this could go on for a long time. He could the entirety of March could go by, and he could not have like a full connection to it, and then be charged later. Well, and it's like thing. it's like well, well now I he, like if he doesn't get charged, right? But this is an ongoing investigation. If I'm an NBA team, what do you do? Do you draft him knowing that if he doesn't get charged okay he's a top potential player or do you draft him with the risk knowing that he probably may not be on your team because he does get charged and you just wasted a top pick which is very valuable in the NBA on a guy that you don't even know will be on your team for I think if I feel like if most NBA teams or do you think he should just go back to college no I think most NBA teams have the like resources to figure out if he like they know a lot more than we do and they can investigate a lot more than we can and they can figure out mm. pretty much what the police can figure out and then determine if he's going to get charged or not 
Yeah, I mean, j- just so far, like, the his attorney, yeah, Miller's attorney said he never handed the gun or wasn't involved in getting it, but the, the chief investigator said that, I guess they have confirmation that Miles texted Miller to grab it, like, to grab the gun and bring it to him, and apparently, I guess, too, Miller and the other, the freshman on the team, their cars were not, like, directly used to block the person in, but, like... They kind of like blocked the roadway, just like where they were at the time, where like the the victim was at. So I don't know. Yeah. There's there's still a lot we don't yeah. Know. There, there's still a lot we don't know. But to let him still play is and to say he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah the fact that Oates came out and said that is pretty <laughs> pretty inflammatory, honestly. To not to not know like like at least if you're gonna say anything, just say we we really don't know what's going on here. Yeah. And the the one thing I will say is that Oates, it, it's it's good to see a coach in general defend their player, because in general everybody's like it is innocent until, until until proven guilty. But a lot of people are just gonna hop on the train that someone's guilty from the get go. So I, I get where Oates is coming from, but like for for like anybody involved with it, I I mean. To see someone involved with a murder, like playing, playing a day after the police testify, like te- they have a testimony that he was connected to it, is wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's now one forty-six p.m. here in on the main line at Villanova. You're listening to Scoop and Score on WXVU eighty-nine-one, The Roar. WXVU is proud to announce that we were nominated for five different 2022-23 IBS, that's the International Collegiate Broadcasting System, media awards, including Best Overall Station. It's because of listeners like you that this kind of recognition was possible. The winners will be announced at the IBS conference in New York City this weekend. That's where Chris is, right? I think so, actually. Yeah, yeah. our good friend Chris, who got us into this, uh, hosts... What is it called? Route 30 Rock. Yeah. Thursday nights. Listen, tune in next time he's on the air. Uh, but full details for the awards, who wins when they're announcing it, can be found on WXVU.org. That's WXVU.org. And as always, you're listening to Scoop and Score on V891, The Roar. Conference tournaments are starting on Monday. With the it's A's wild. Song. That's where we've made it. Damn. Do we get we a week off or two weeks off from the Super Bowl until conference tournaments start? Oh, you know what? Oh, you know what? Because next week would have been a conference tournament preview, but we're not going to be here, right, on Friday? Is this our last show? This will be our last show wow. for two weeks. We won't be back till um, after conference tournament ends. So, wow. <laughs> we will have to talk college basketball the whole day, pretty much. Could we like find a way to do a show like earlier in the week next week? We could. We could do a podcast early in the week. Yeah, we could record it. We could do yeah. that. It is midterm week though, so yeah, we could do it. Like <laughs> I thir- say, maybe like we could do it Thursday. Uh, I want midterm Wednesday. I don't know if you guys are. Oh, I know you're busy have, Thursday. We have. We both have one Thursday uh, afternoon. Yeah, um, yeah. No, is it? That's Thursday. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's a. Uh, it's. Two. I think. I is think it Tuesday. I think both are on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Or maybe possibly possibly fun, maybe, a fun yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were talking <laughs> last year. It was fun. Um, but this year would have been fun too. But 
we can kind of predict it based on the limited knowledges we have. Yeah, do you want to? I mean, we could do power six if you want to go down power six quickly and try to predict who you think has a good shot. Sure. Just looking at the standings because that's likely to be the seeding because yeah. there's, only, there's only a week and a half left of the season. Yeah. A week like left. Three more games for yeah. everyone at most. Yeah, like tournament, biggest tournament starts in less than two weeks. So it starts Wednesday. Mm hmm. So let's And uh, I think ACC and. Big Ten? No, Big Ten goes to Sunday. Yeah. So, so we'll do... ACC starts the day before. Yeah, ACC starts because they have a lot of teams. All right, let's do that. You want to do that for... So sure. let's... Uh, you want to start with the Big East, I guess? So you, yeah, Big East is easy to start yeah. with. Villanova? I'm, I'm thinking Villanova. If we win tomorrow, Besides I Villanova. 100% in on Villanova. Besides Villanova. Uh, I mean, it's never fun to pick the one seed, What did we do, what did we do last so year? Good. We did... I think we did winner... Right, we winner, did winner and dark horse. Winner and a team that's gonna make some noise. Yeah, like a dark horse. Team. Or yeah, winner dark. Do, do we have like overrated team or no? Oh, did we? I think we had. Okay, we had three. We had we had overrated winner, winner right. and dark horse. <laughs> so let's leave Nova out of it, I guess, because we all don't right. think Nova's. Do you do win. you actually think Nova's gonna win? If if Nova doesn't win, I I think Creighton has it. Do you legitimately think Nova's gonna win? I really think Nova has that? a good. I think Nova has a good shot to at least get to the finals. If UConn Marquette have to play before we face them, I think we can win. I do want. I do want to see a Nova a matchup against Crane at home. Like, yeah, that's true. This could all change tomorrow. Yeah, because but. like Crane is a three, could be a three, and then we've ha- like we've played Providence and Xavier close, and then UConn. This should be UConn too. So I'm t- I'm I'm TBD on a Nova. But besides, Nova, I, I think Nova's gonna win. I'll so you think Nova's I say gonna win? I'm picking Nova. You pick Nova. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's gonna be interesting because, like, we always our friend group always does the picks, and like last year, everybody just had Villanova. And it was yeah. It's it was, gonna be interesting who still picks them this year. I everybody just had Villanova freshman year too. Remember that? Yeah. And I have that, a, that was then we lost right away. <laughs> I have a I have a hard hard time seeing us beating Marquette, but it is tough to beat a team three times in one year. I'll, I will say that. What if we don't have to beat Marquette? We just have to beat UConn. And that that that, that would, yeah, that's, I think this. that's what's gonna happen. I'll give you this. I think UConn's gonna be Marquette. Three of the best four teams are East or what are Midwest teams, mm-hmm. meaning that if we were to play Marquette in a final, hypothetically, we it's would a home by game. far Has a Midwest have, team ever won the Big East. It would be the home game. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't think they ever Georgetown, won. Nova has won like five, and Seen Hall won well, the, a couple years this ago. Would, yeah. th- this is like so huge, this Coast year's teams. future Marquette because have they? I don't think they've ever won the Big East. They've never won. Hasn't won I either. feel like they yeah. haven't won either. Yeah. So Marquette will win the Big East regular season. It's just a matter yeah. of if they can win a tournament. And, that, and anybody can win a tournament. Mm-hmm. Besides, uh, and they're going to have to face UConn, who that's going to have the most passionate fans there. I think yeah. UConn will push Marquette. <clears throat> I'm, I, it's tough well, because for, first of all, UConn has to beat Xavier. It's tough because, for the because because there's, there's three teams that are twelve and five. So I really don't know who's going to face UConn because that's going to determine a lot. Because like if yeah. like if well, Crane we, like I think like I think Crane could be UConn. I think UConn could beat Xavier. We're assuming that Providence is going to beat Xavier at home. Okay, so let's assume Marquette's won. That they they always win at home. Yeah. Okay, let's assume that Providence. Unless they're playing Congo Gillespie. Oh. So let's assume, <sighs> let's assume Marquette's won. Providence is two. Crane yeah. is three. Xavier yeah. is four. So it's Xavier UConn. Uh huh. I would take UConn right against Xavier. Is Fremantle going to be back? Yeah, but we don't know how, we don't know how he's going to be because he's coming off a foot injury. He's so good, though. <sighs> this this is gonna be a fun tournament because I have no idea. I think one to seven can win. It also could be a very miserable tournament because we could get bounced on we Wednesday. We can get killed. <laughs> we can get, uh, we're not gonna get. We can get killed. Yeah, I mean, te- so <laughs> teams that can win, I I feel like 
we're behind Seton Hall, but I think we have a better chance to win. Oh, absolutely. Seton Hall just can't absolutely. score enough. Yeah. Like, Seton Hall can't keep pace with someone like Xavier Marquette. Anybody from 1-7 to seven can win, I think. It's just a matter of, like, like Marquette probably has a better chance I think they have an easier Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I feel bad saying, like, overrated because they're a very good team, but, like, I, in when it comes to, like, conference tournament in March Madness time, you got to look at those home-away splits. I love the Big and East. So Providence I, can, I can't is, say overrated. Is, no overrated team Providence is, is, like, borderline. Providence is unbeatable at home. But they like they can be beaten wow. on the wow. road. 30, on a neutral Thirty-five court. and one. Well, that the, this <laughs> year, yeah, the, this year unbeatable at home. Like, no so overrated. like they're not overrated. They're just not built as well for as Who? other teams to play on to play like three straight games on a neutral court. Who? Providence. I okay, I do agree that Providence is an overrated non-home team. Yeah, they're yeah. non-home team. They're yeah. probably an underrated home team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No one really knows that they're yeah. that good at home. I think I think UConn is my. Pick to win, hypnotize Nova. I think they were at the beginning of the season. They were by far the most overrated team. They're like all their fans were saying that yeah, they they're right. They're bench players. If they were like a starting team, they would be the second best team in the Big East. And now, like they're the five seed. They're what nine seven in the conference, barely five hundred. Yeah, but I, at this point, I think they're underrated now because everyone's written them off. Everyone just kind of assumes that. Yeah, they're not going to go it's far. Also, they face Marquette. They're so so well coached. The fact that yeah. Cooley has a team with this this many transfers, two years in a row playing this well, Hopkins is insane. Is I mean, you have to like look at a team like Arkansas, who is some people thought would be the best team in the country. They have a bunch of transfers and mm-hmm. and they can't really get it going. Like you got to give Cooley a lot of credit down there. I mean, up there, he's he's really built back the program. And I mean, it's this is two straight years of Providence being. Ranked by the end of the season, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I don't always like to go with the one seed, but I watched Marquette's defense against us in Crayon and how they score and how they finish. Okay, just, just watching, watching how they beat watching Tyler Kolek is. Yeah, Tyler Kolek is a. He's good. He can and always put away a game. He's I like, think he's like Colin. Like yeah, not. He's like I'm, Colin Light. I, I miss actually, Colin. I think Shaka Smart's a perfect. It's like it, Colin is. Junior season, yeah, it, it, it's like watching watching Marquette. You're Kolek? like, man, we had a yeah. guy like that last year. I think they all may return. Marquette may be a top like five team next year. There's no way he's a sophomore. He may. Uh, Tyler Kolek's definitely not a sophomore. Tyler Kolek is a. He's 21, so he's a sophomore. What? There's no way he was a freshman. Last he's a redshirt year. sophomore. Uh, I think he's a redshirt sophomore. Yeah, he's a redshirt. Okay, so this is his third. So he's a junior. Wow, so he... But he's a, he's so a redshirt Wait, so he redshirted the COVID year? Yeah. Why would he redshirt that year? So he gets the redshirt and the COVID year. Does he? No, I don't think so. He, uh... It, it's, it says it says that, it says that he started his... Fr- like... Wait, what? This is so weird. Wait, people are calling him the Big East Player of the Year if they win the conference, but he's only it says he, 12 points. It says he played 20... Well, he's, uh, he's tied. He is tied for second in assists in the country. Okay, I mean he's he, he's well, older he's than one. he's older than we are. He's in the grade above us theoretically, unless he took a gap year. How old? What's his birthday? He's born early two thousand one. So he, he would uh, be a senior right now. He 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 transferred from George Mason. Oh. he played for George Mason his freshman year. Did he? Tra- he actually transferred. Yeah. 
frick. This is why I want to transfer. <laughs> I want transfers. He, I think Neptune's going to get transferred. He averaged, he averaged 11 points in under three assists at George Mason, and then last year upped it to six assists. He was the rookie of the year in the A-10, though. The top. Four, oh, really? Yeah. The best. The top four teams of the Big East all have transfers. Shireman, Kolick, Shireman, Hopkins. Sh- Shireman's. So, we like, got Daniels. Daniels is not as good as those four. But <laughs> we have a transfer. Yeah, but he's good, but he's a grad year now. They're all good. They all can return. Besides, I think, boom. But Hopkins is a sophomore. I'm pretty sure. But Ho- Hopkins may actually go to the NBA. I mean, Daniels is good. Daniels averages like 16, 4, and 3. Yeah, so this is third season playing. Daniels. Daniels is a good player. Daniels is like a good box score player. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of Daniels via the eye test. Because the reason He's, why the the reason why is because he was forced to try to play point guard at the start of the year, and that's not where he yeah. like like where, yeah. when he plays off ball, he's a much better player. So he's I, really good. He'll just have his moments where he's like doing like a heat jump four times, four possessions in a row, and he like bricks and all of them. Yeah, and you're just like, what are you doing? He is our best three point shooter. Hopkins is a sophomore as well, but he's a legit sophomore. Hopkins is a sophomore. He's averaging seventeen. Mm. Oh my goodness! We need transfers. I think Neptune has heard us. We're getting transfers. We're getting transfers. Yeah, we may get one or two. Well, we could get another recruit. Yeah, I saw that? that. Yeah, I did, but I don't. I did see he's probably gonna go to Mizzou. Mizzou already has so many guys coming in. Mizzou's co- Mizzou is up and oh we're coming. The SEC for basketball, they gotta compete with Texas, who's gonna be in the SEC. They know what they have to do. All right. Do, do, do you want to go through the other conferences yeah. first, and then we can pivot back to the Big East? Because we could probably talk about the Big East yeah, for the next like could. two hours. <laughs> All right, let's go ACC. We're going up All right. So um, ACC. Um, let me see the standings. Well, right now, um, their top oh, ranked Miami team is, is UVA at six six in the country, Killed. but uh, Virginia's ranked high, but but Miami has, has a better conference record. record. Oh my God! The this team this conference there's no sucks. good team in this. This conference sucks. I'll take Virginia, I guess. I haven't watched this conference at all. Like Duke is gonna be the, if it ends today, the six seed. I don't know, man. Could UNC like make a uh, Cinderella run and win the conference? Because they're outside, right? They're out. They're out of the uh, the tournament right now. Are they? They, I've heard they're on the bubble. I just because they're North Carolina. I think Joe Lenardi has them on the first four out. If it was like Oregon State, but like everything else was the same, like same players, same wins, same everything, there's no chance they'd be I in. But they don't have a resume to, to make the tournament. I think everybody agrees. Well, North Carolina, we have more quad one wins than them now. Yeah, I mean, they're 17-11 and 11 in one of the worst conferences, Power 5 conferences. Well, they're 9-8 they're and eight in the ACC. That's not good. I'd say uh, I, I'll go with, uh, I think I'll pick NC State. Don't they have that really good guard? Uh, I'm pretty sure they have like one really good player. I on think their we team. found so many bad teams. I in think this conference. I think we found the <laughs> conference where it's going to be. Yeah, uh, I, I think NC, NC State has one of the best. Uh, Terquavion Smith averages like 18, 18, four and four. So th- I'll, th- this is the conference I'll, I'll where everybody's gonna, everybody's gonna pick random teams. Yeah, Boston College is a, is eight and ten in the ACC, and they just beat Virginia, the number six team in the country. By fifteen. Well, I, I mean, the thing about UVA oh, is, the thing about I UVA forgot is about that. Just I forgot about that. Score. Yeah. That was this week, right? Yeah. Oh frick! There's no good oh, teams. Oh boy. <laughs> UVA, if if team, if you can find a way to score against UVA, you're gonna beat them because they literally have no offense. Do you know who can win? I think they're starting Duke. to get healthier now. Duke. <laughs> Duke. Duke could win. Duke's here. Duke could win. Um, 
if Duke had Coach K, everyone would be picking them to win. Yeah, because I think they, even if it's the same record, I think. Well, also like like in their last ten, they're seven and three too. I mean, Miami's gonna be the one seed. I mean, they're gonna be the five <sighs> seed. Duke, Duke could win. I want to see how Duke faces against North Carolina. All right, so who? who but I Duke might who's be your my pick. pick? <laughs> Duke. Um, I'll go. <sighs> Miami says the one seed. I'll go. I'll stick with NC State I in trust, there. I in trust, their I know Virginia guard. got smacked, but I trust Tony Bennett out of all these coaches. Uh, Jim Larinaga, I just haven't watched Miami enough. I haven't watched the ACC a lot. Oh, I'd say uh, sleeper team. Watch out for that two-three zone over there at Syracuse. <laughs> uh, sleeper team Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest is a very good shooting team. I'm pretty sure. So, and then Duke of North Carolina as like a six and seven seed. Like, holy God, they can just come up and sneak on you. I mean, the thing is, Duke's fourteen and zero at home, and three and six on the road. I mean, didn't the seven seed win the ACC last year? Uh, yeah. Virginia Tech was the seven mm-hmm, seed. And yeah. They upset Duke. Yeah. This is such a random conference. <laughs> this is. I think it it might be easier to predict like makes me feel, makes the American feel, East than makes the me feel ACC. good that we have. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, thank gosh that this like this uh, is as hard to predict as the Big East, but for the exact opposite oh, reason. Thank God the Big East is like in. A, it's it's because the ACC all the teams are just mid. Uh, like, well, like you don't have any yeah. good teams. Mid they're teams, they're like, in a mid arena. I'm um, thank God the Big East is in uh, well, MSG, yeah, right? They're yeah, Barclays. I mean, no one wants to watch like the ACC. The Barclays. It's a it's similar to how like trying to pick. I mean, trying to pick the Big Ten, like you have like teams that are actually good too, mm-hmm. compared to the ACC. You've what? I, I mean, uh, well, more so than the Big Ten, the Big Twelve. You want to go to the Big you Twelve? You have a rank. Well, do you want to do Big Ten? Technically, Big Ten is do first. Big ten, do Big Ten. Because the ten is. Uh, yeah, ten here is alphabetical. Yeah, so the ten is alphabetical, and the twelve is numerical. All right, Big Ten. <sighs> Northwestern as a two seed. Who would have predicted North- that? They just lost last night. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> to Illinois, they're still the two seed. Actually, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm so there's, there's a lot of good teams here. Either. I'm gonna go with my pick three years in a row here. Illinois. Oh god. They're gonna finally get it done <laughs> in the in the Big Ten tournament. I mean, hey, they don't want Kofi Coburn, so they have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> or Cabello. Or Cabello. Ohio it's, State's three and fourteen Ohio State this year. Is so bad. Kepom has them as had them at the nine, as the number nine ranked offense in the country. When? Like two months ago. Oh, do you know? Wow, he's really smart. Do you know what a Kempom ranking is? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't look oh, at that. No, 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 no. It's a number. 69? That is right. Oh, my goodness. That oh, is right. Oh, my gosh. Our Kempom ranking is 69. 69. 69. Yes, it is. 69. <laughs> right below Charleston. And right above Ohio. Uh, 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 I say, actually. Yeah, Ohio State's 70? Yeah. They're horrible. How are they 70? Uh, I think they're offense. Oh, my goodness. Their offense is good. Their offense is. Wisconsin 20. didn't when they played Wisconsin. Wisconsin didn't score a single point like the last eight minutes of the game and still won. Their offense is twenty-seven. Oh my goodness, that's bad. Yeah, they're three and fourteen. I know. Um. Oh my God, who did freaking this is this is a tough year to pick? Out. I mean, Purdue's with, the easy choice. Yeah, Purdue's easy choice. If Indiana, Indiana though, I th- I think a four Indiana. seed or like a five seed. I mean, if they don't have their that three-game stretch where they lose at Iowa, lose to Northwestern at home, and then lose at Penn State, like we're thinking of them as right up there with Purdue. 
They're going to play Purdue tomorrow at 7.30. Yeah, that's why I'm intrigued. That's going to be a fun game. I'm going to pick Purdue because I think Zach Eady will go Terminator mode. I, my dark horse Matt is Rutgers. Painter in March. Rutgers, my dark horse. Of course it is. They can't, they're can't. they like Providence. They can only win at home. Rutgers? Like, they've been fun. Have Rutgers? they been good? Rutgers. Rutgers. Where's, I, where's Iowa? Oh, right there. Right in the middle with everyone else yeah. at like 9 and 8. <laughs> oh my God, the Big Ten is so mid this year. Rutgers' last five games, lost to Indiana, lost to Illinois, lost to Nebraska, went over Wisconsin, lost to Michigan. Yeah, they're going to win the Big Ten. That's a okay. resume that win a Big Ten. Okay. <laughs> so. They have to play at Penn State and at Minnesota, and they're not a good road team. Uh, What are they on the road? 3 and 6? Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> so, and they have to play. Who's good on the road, though? The only two teams that are road record. The Big Ten tournaments in Indianapolis, right? Purdue and Northwestern. So Northwestern could. And Indiana. Indiana. No, not Indiana. They're not. What's their record? On the road? Or at home? On the either. They're four and seven on the road, fourteen oh, and one at home. Four and seven's good on the road for the Big Ten. Yeah. That is good. I mean they're I guess it's not great. Maryland. Not like Purdue no, talk, and Northwestern have winning records. No, let's talk about Maryland. Maryland's not even ranked. Are they even good? Uh, what are their last five games? With Kevin lost Winter? to Michigan State, win over Penn State. Oh, they beat Purdue, but then lost to Nebraska, and then beat Minnesota. The Big Ten is just so inconsistent. I don't, yeah. Okay. Move it on. <laughs> I don't even want to look at the Big Ten anymore. Who's your Big Who's 12? your predi- Your predictions? Purdue. Purdue. I'll go Indiana. Illinois. So, all right. The Big Twelve. Big an, Twelve. An actually, a good basketball conference. Well, we'll see. <laughs> this, is, this is like what everyone said about the Big Ten two years ago, and then they just beat each other up and all lose in the <laughs> second round of the tournament. That's uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's what true. Always actually, with these conferences. <laughs> that's true, man. That Oklahoma win, although that, they do have the last two. The Oklahoma win that changed their season, looking like a downer now. Look at that record. They're three and twelve uh, in the Big 12. Twelve conference. The same Oklahoma team that beat Alabama by how much? They did. They they short up twenty five. Anybody can win. That just shows. <laughs> Ah, uh, oh. I like Baylor. Why? I trust their coach the most. What? And I like Bill Self George. just won a national championship. What? I just got Bill you. Self <laughs> is in the Big Twelve. What? Oh, I forgot about Kansas. <laughs> what? How did uh, you forget about Kansas? Um, Kansas uh, is like my national championship okay. pick. I I I trust Bill Self and Scott Drew. I trust them both. <laughs> Breaking uh, news: Topo Trust, the last two national title <laughs> winning coaches. Wow, I mean, those two guys are pretty good coaches. Kansas did look good. I just want to pick. I don't want to pick all the one seeds on the conference. You see, I will not you be pick picking. Duke. I will not be picking Kansas no, here because I think Kansas is, is going to uh, win the like, actual bracket as of right now. It's tough to. It, I'd rather look at the bracket. It's just so much nicer to look at the brackets and look at standings because like Baylor could be at three or four. And yeah, Texas, that's true. And Texas it's, can be the one it's tough to pick them now, but that's the kind of insight you'll get on scoop and score. No one else is picking conference tournaments right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, this is the only negative of being on a Friday this year is that we'll be heading out mm-hmm. to Myrtle. But uh, I like Baylor. I just want to pick Kansas again. Did Kansas win the Big 12 uh, tournament last year, winning the conference, uh, the, the whole thing? Who won? The I big- think so. Didn't they? Did they beat Texas? Did they win the Big 12 tournament? Because they were they were a one seed. Because is because I, because teams that win the tournament, conference tournament, do they usually like win the national championship? 
Like Iowa, we won the, didn't. like Iowa won the Big Ten tournament. Well, and the Big Ten's a bad example because they haven't won anything. And then they got up to by Richmond. Yeah, well, number one, the Big East. We last year tournament. Yeah, and I mean lost, but but we made the final four. We did. We went yeah. as far as we went before best defender got hurt. And then yeah, Kansas won last year. Kansas won. Kansas won, and Texas won the year before. In 2008, Kansas also won. So I'll just take Baylor for now. <laughs> well, what's Baylor's last five games? Because I, I do remember Baylor having a lead and absolutely choking that lead at home mm-hmm. on the road. I'm sorry. To Kansas? Yeah, and then they actually lost to Kansas State. Kansas State? The Big 12's good. Kansas State's underrated. You know who, you know who no one's talking about? Texas. Because everyone, like, when the whole Chris Beard thing went down and he got fired, everyone kind of wrote them off. Like, okay, we don't have to file Can- like, Texas anymore. And they're, like, right there. They're, what, they're ranked eight? Yeah. They're are they tied with Kansas for first? Yeah, they're they're both eleven and four. <laughs> and and they play at the end the last game of the year is uh Texas versus Kansas in Austin. That could be a big game right there. If Texas can win that, go into the tournament strong as the one seed. Yeah. My dark horse team is TCU. They've lost four of the last five, but they finally got uh, Miles back. And so I think of healthy T. They lost five out of six. I'm sorry, but if they're healthy, I think they could be anybody. Do you have any faith in Iowa State? Um, they beat us. Yeah, but at one of our lowest points. <laughs> they're also one and four in their last five. Who? Iowa State. Yeah, they've lost two. Um, I honestly made. I mean, like they haven't been close losses. I may just choose the hottest team. What so about it, uh? It would, it would be Kansas then if they. Well, what if Texas hot, beats Kansas on March fourth? Then I may choose Texas. Hmm. What, what about Texas Tech? Who's who, who's home in that game? Yeah. What about Texas? Texas Tech. Tech Texas, Texas Tech has won four in a row. They beat Kansas State and Texas. It's in Austin. And then they beat West Virginia and Oklahoma, which like aren't great. But looking back, they got blown out by road, Baylor. Road wins. But they lost a close one to Oklahoma State, who's still solid. In Stillwater. They, they beat Iowa State. I mean, beat beat LSU back when. When did LSU start going on their losing streak? Weren't they like pretty good at the start of the year, LSU? I think, they lost, I think like, that's just SEC bias. And they lost like ten in a row. I West Virginia. No one's talking about West Virginia. I think they're a tournament team, no? Is West Virginia in a tournament? I think every everyone in the Big Ten is at least Oklahoma. on the bubble. Oklahoma's in a bubble. I mean, they destroyed isn't Alabama. This, isn't this like I feel like unlike the ACC where it's like no one's really good, but so they're like anybody can win it, mm-hmm. like. Isn't this conference technically like, like usually the top two or top three teams usually always win this tournament? The Big Twelve tournament. Yeah, like like a four or five don't usually win this tournament. I feel uh, like last year it was close. Last year Kansas was the one. Yeah, and they won the whole thing. Was Texas? Texas was three and twenty-one. But like, I mean, I feel like last year going in, everybody had a lot of different picks. Iowa State in twenty nineteen, they weren't one. They won the whole thing in twenty nineteen. Yeah, they did. Yeah. What uh, I don't remember the seed. Let me see. Twenty nineteen big. And then, so, Iowa State was a five seed. So five yeah, seed yeah. Win. So I don't. Yeah, it's okay. So that that shoots down my saying. Yeah, I don't know. Kansas, Texas, Baylor, probably one of those three teams. I would probably pick a uh, Baylor to win the Big Twelve tournament, but wouldn't be surprised if like Texas Tech or Kansas State won. 
I feel like I feel like there are a lot of teams that could win, and I don't know. I like Kansas is the easy pick, but I feel like I don't want to pick them now because I think they could go on a run in March. But it's also like it's so like not knowing the matchups is big because I feel like a lot of a lot of it's matchup based. Yeah. Like Kansas is the best team in the Big Twelve, but they'd have a harder time playing. Like, depending on who they play in the first or second round, like the road to winning would be a l- very, very different. Yeah. You want to go? Uh, what's the next one? Mount, Mountain. Mountain. Oh, are you counting Pac-12 as a power conference? Yeah. I oh, mean, interesting. Show, show mid though. I mean, they have two top ten teams, and then that's and it. That's, that's the it. Entire thing. <laughs> so you got two options. It's basically the American. You got two options. You see there. Do you want to do the Mountain West? <laughs> sure. If you want. Uh, Rip Wyoming. That guy Hunter M- Maldonado has been out like all year. That was my team last year. You know what? I think ever since I team. ever <laughs> since I read that article on them, I think they may have won like three games after that. Like, yeah. like this, you I've, got on one at the worst time. Five possible. five games total since that moment last year. I'm pretty sure. Which is bad. Uh, but, uh, San Diego State. He's San Diego State's the team to beat. Mountain West, I'd probably pick Nevada. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, San Diego State is that's, seven, seven that's, and one on the road. That's without looking at anything. So let me. Let me yeah, let me they're look. nine and one in their last 10. Who? San, San Diego, Diego State, State. And they killed Boise State, who's the number two team in the conference. All right. I need to. Let me let me check something really quick. San Diego, I see yeah, San Diego State's the the obvious pick. Is San Jose State they're supposed to be good this year, weren't they? They're kind of in the middle of the conference though. Uh yeah, they're uh looking at like their their like offensive and defensive rating is like not good though. They just got blown out by Nevada. Yeah. So. Nevada. <laughs> Looking at this, uh, it looks like Utah State is a really good offense. But, yeah, San Diego State is, like, the best. Like, you look at all sides. Boise State, I guess, has a pretty good defense. No, wait. Oh, I'm looking. Oh, my God. I'm looking at this graph the wrong way. So, San Jose State has the really good defense, and Boise Uh State has a terrible defense. Or, no, wait. Defensive rating. So yeah, but my pick is San, San Diego State. My pick is also San Diego State. I'll go uh, to be different. I'll go Nevada. But who knows? Oh, breaking news! The intramural basketball schedule for the playoff schedule is out. Did we make the playoffs? Oh, pro- definitely not. Yeah. We went one and three, and our one win was a forfeit win, and the tiebreaker right. is so score. basically Pac-12. Is it UCLA or Arizona? NC I'm gonna go Arizona. I think you see the one last year. I'm gonna go to Zona this year. I like we, the way Zona we, plays. We did not make the playoffs. It's tough. Next year, N- next year in B next, League. Next year's Sean. Year. If you're listening, we'll be in B with you next year. Their team didn't win either, though. <laughs> but it's like it's because Sean was like, yeah, I, I at one point I scored like 16 in a row for yeah. us, and our their other team's lead dropped to like eight. I'll go. I think I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Oh, I gotta go UCLA sleeper like maybe USC. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's it's a it's a two horse race in yeah, the Pac twelve. Yeah, my sleeper is um probably 
USC too. Yeah. Mm. I don't have a sleeper. There's no need for a sleeper. Who cares about the Pac-12? All right. What about the SEC? I, I, you know, it's all going to come down to Arizona, UCLA, the last game of the season. That game, that day, March fourth is stacked in terms of games. But yeah, I that's. I think I think Arizona can win. I'll pick them. Mm. All right. What about SEC? Uh, depends on the legal situation. <laughs> yeah, right now I'd probably go Bama. Underrated team, Arkansas. I, uh, I Kentucky. Ar- Arkansas is my pick. Arkansas, if they're healthy. Ar- I don't trust Ar- Tennessee to save my life. Arkansas is my pick to K- win the Kentucky's SEC. Kentucky's my pick. I'm gonna go there. Interesting. Wow. Permission to go there. Permission to go there. Permission granted. He just called Permission is granted. to win this tournament. Uh, I don't trust anyone else. You don't trust uh, Bruce Pearl? No. Do you trust Bruce Pearl? Uh, I mean, he I mean, showed I guess us, we'll see Kentucky he Auburn. Us, he showed us with Jabari Smith, <laughs> and how did that turn out? Not making a three sixteen. Mm-hmm. So Kentucky Auburn's tomorrow. That's gonna be a good game. Kentucky Auburn. Yeah, I mean the SEC is good. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be entertaining. I don't say, say good. No, it'll be entertaining. That's what I'm sure, sure. It'll be entertaining. I'll say entertaining because. Uh, okay, I was just making sure Sacramento's not the last overall seed. <laughs> it's old Miss who just fired the coach today, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and LSU. And LSU. They're both tied for last. I mean, yeah, with Texas and Oklahoma, joining the uh, South Carolina almost beat Alabama yesterday. Or whenever they played, yeah. But Brandon Miller went takeover mode. Yeah, and then they took him to overtime. I think uh, this might have been a joke, but someone was like, the announcer was like, Brandon Miller with the silencer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's bad. <laughs> I think it was like one of the Alabama radio guys like said that. It's like, he, oh my god. I don't that think he is, he oh. was he didn't he didn't connect the dots. I don't think he's I don't think he, he probably realized five minutes later, oh wait, yeah. the silencer is a type he, of He probably says it all the time and it's never been <laughs> it's like no, it's not usually <laughs> like something issue. you have to be you gotta like be cautious with. It's something you say on the when you're calling That's the game. hilarious. Look at Vanderbilt actually. Look at that. Vanderbilt's gonna be a top half team. Wow, good for the Commodores. That's that's how bad the SEC wow. is. That's not. <laughs> you know who's hot right now? The A and M Aggies. They are hot. They're they are. ranked, aren't they? They're twenty yeah. fifth. Oh, d- um, just saw this on Twitter. Got a little notification. You know the the total one eighty here. But the Chiefs and Jets both attempted a trade for AJ Brown prior to last I year. I did see that. Honestly, what I think I'd rather I'd rather have Garrett Wilson. What did you offer? I'd, I'd rather we we probably offered the like the tenth pick for him. Would the Eagles give up? Uh, would I rather have Garrett Wilson pick? or AJ Brown? I don't know what we would have given up. I'd for, rather for, have, for the Jets scenario, I'd rather have Garrett Wilson on a rookie deal uh, so you can get a quarterback. Absolutely, I'd rather have AJ Brown on Garrett Wilson's contract. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I mean, AJ Brown easily Garrett Wilson top 10 next year. I, I like to see two to three years. So hmm. if Garrett that Wilson pops off next year, then yeah, I probably would. I a lot of Chiefs fans are saying like Brett Veach is so good. He knew that we didn't need a wide receiver. That's why he traded away Tyreek Hill. But yeah. like he clearly didn't if he was trying to get AJ Brown. Like he well, clearly thought the, we needed the another Jets receiver. Make, the Jets make sense. Got lucky that we won they, that he, one. He just got Tony and Juju. The, yeah, well, so. the Jets make sense. Real stars there. to get AJ Brown, not the Chiefs. But after they traded Tyree, that doesn't uh, make any the, sense. 
Right. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But our, our GM doesn't make any sense. Or okay. maybe maybe Veach traded Hill and just assumed that he'd be able to get Brown. Or like another but, but big wide receiver why? then failed. Because Brown's younger. And maybe Brown... Is he? He's not better. He's like four years younger. He's no, four he's years younger. Yeah, Brown's How old is Brown? He's like 25. Is Tyreek Hill 29? I think Tyreek Hill's yeah. like 28 or 29. I guess. I mean, Brown would be chief maybe for life after that. Who knows? Tyreek Hill no, is... Beach. You never know. Tyreek Hill's 28. So and his birthday's March 1st. Oh, his birthday's coming up. Happy oh, birthday, happy birthday, Tyreek. Tyreek. Tyreek said great things about enemy. He did. It's very um, mixed signals on enemy. <laughs> but before we get to NFL talk, the last way card... Uh, should have picked one before. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. for Radio Survivor. Radio Survivor has been covering and supporting great radio from college and community broadcasters to internet radio and podcasts since 2009. Hosted by Matthew Lazar, Paul Reisher-Mandel, and Jennifer Waits. Radio Survivor every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on V891 The Roar. You are listening to Scoop and Score on <laughs> WSVU 89.1 The Roar. We've got about eight minutes left. Survivor, you said Survivor comes out next week. Does it come out next week? Uh-huh. Ooh, wow! March first. I gotta start studying for the fantasy draft. So, you guys see? Uh, you guys watch Outer Banks yet? Nope, I don't watch no, Outer Banks. I don't watch <laughs> Outer Banks either. <laughs> I did see it came out though. But yeah, uh, NFL news. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy is a Washington Commander. Bieniemy is a Commander. I'm scared for my life. Uh, as a Giants fan, as a Giants fan, he's gonna completely change that team around. We'll see. I don't know. Lashawn McCoy, you big Lashawn McCoy guy? Because he's talked <laughs> out about. The enemy. It's it's interesting how like who's better, Lashawn McCoy or Tyreek Hill? Because they well, were the complete opposite takes on the enemy. Did they though? Because last year when Tyreek Hill got traded, he said a lot of it was because the Chiefs didn't use him at all. And you can see it when you watch the film, they used him as a decoy, which was true. They wanted him to like go deep and open up the field for guys like Kelsey. And they didn't want to use Tyreek Hill as like a real number one wide receiver. So then Brett Veach said he wanted to pay Tyreek Hill like a decoy and not a number one wide receiver. And then that led to the whole disagreement that ended up with Tyreek Hill going to the Dolphins. So when you hear that, you think, is he just blaming Andy Reid then? Or is he blaming both Reid and Biennemi for the way he was used? Because now LaShawn McCoy, for those who don't know, he was on the... He's a Chiefs running back for one year at the end of his career. Loved Andy Reid, was his was the Eagles running back when Reid was there. And said that Eric Bieniemy was just like a terrible coach. No one listened to him. He had zero say in the passing game. All the players hated him. And like you see Mahomes Mahomes and Bieniemy would always like argue on the sidelines about stuff. Mahomes would only go to Matt Nagy when he would like come off the field for what was going on. But like everyone publicly, it's on the Chiefs is like very supportive of Eric Bieniemy. But it makes you wonder like what's really going on inside, especially when McCoy says that. But then people like Tyreek Hill, Tyron Matthew, the guys that aren't on the Chiefs anymore, so they don't have to stay positive things. Like Andy couldn't be making them, are now also saying very positive things about Bieniemy. Yeah, it's, it's and they've been critical of things in the past. It's, so. it's going to be interesting to hear different players on different team talk about the enemy so like if the commanders like them and maybe if the commanders offense is better because they haven't had a quarterback are you actually scared or are you just trolling me? i am a little nervous about the enemy yeah why because i think they have a lot of good weapons that they can use to their advantage i think Howell's underrated i don't know if he's going to be he the guy their quarterback yeah i think he's going to be the quarterback he's underrated sam Howell. Uh, 
Yeah. He's underrated. I'm not saying he's going to be this great quarterback, but I'm oh, saying he, that... He, he's on my dynasty team. Yeah, I'm saying that they have they have McLaurin, they have Dotson, and they have Curtis Samuel. Very good receiver <laughs> duo or trio. And they have Bijan... Not Bijan. Brian Robinson and Gibson. So he has a lot of weapons to use. Um, so he could make something happen. Um, and if he can change that commander's offense around, you know, because that team doesn't know what the word offense ever means. But... uh. He'll get a head coaching job next year. So, why do you think he hasn't gotten a head coaching job yet? Because I think I think when you look at the Chiefs, I think people assume Andy Reid's doing everything. And I do agree that he doesn't interview well. I've heard that, but I also think that the perception is that Andy Reid really has. A lot more control over the offense. If he doesn't interview well, why did he get the commander's because job as the first offensive coordinator thing he interviewed for? So In his first year not interviewing as a head coach. Well, is he more of a coordinator or a coach? Head coach, because there's a, there's a lot well, of good coordinators that are not good coaches. Head coaches. But why would he not be a good head coach? Why are teams thinking he's not a good head coach? I have no idea. It's weird. It's not weird at it, when you like look at it, it's because he doesn't use players correctly. Well, we'll see if he. Well, we'll see if he uses plays correctly. He didn't use Tyree Kill correctly at all. The Chiefs' offense was not as good as they could have been. Like there were a lot of places where the offense was lacking this past like three years. Yeah, and, and teams are realizing that, and that's why they don't, no one wants to hire him. So I I like how he, I, I'm I like how he's getting another opportunity. I know a lot of people say he doesn't deserve this because he has two Super Bowls, and but I think he. We'll see if he makes the most of it. I mean, yeah, what if he tanks the commander's offense then? Maybe he's not head coach material. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm concerned about the offense. I'm more concerned about the Cowboys and Eagles, but I'm also concerned about getting this contract figured out for the Giants because Daniel, Daniel Jones wants like 45 mil Daniel, a year. Because Daniel Jones wants 45 mil, and then there was reports saying that his old agency leaked – or his old agency made Daniel Jones look bad and lied and said that he wanted forty five mil, but he never did. That's why he fired them. And that's why no, after he fired them, they oh. leaked it. They leaked it after the forty five million came out. Came after he fired his agency. So why he fired his re- agency? And now there's reports saying that he may want forty five mil still. So I don't believe any rumor until the contract's actually. Do you want to pay him forty five million a year? Absolutely not. Absolutely. What do you not. want to do at quarterback then? Huh? What do you want to do at quarterback? I, I want to keep Daniel Jones, but so tag him? No, don't tag him. Because that ca- <laughs> because that ca- because that's all guaranteed. If he tag. says I only want I want forty five million dollars, nothing less. Then you franchise tag him. That's so you do tag one. him. You do have to tag him, but I don't want that to be the the method. I want. But you'd rather tag him than pay him forty five. If we give, yeah, absolutely. If we give Daniel Jones like thirty five mil three years. The cap hit is not going to be bad, and you can still get out of it while looking for upgrades. That's because what you do over here. You try to like Arch Manning. Well, Arch Manning is the end. The end goal is Arch Manning. I mean, maybe the twenty-four draft or the twenty-five draft class will have quarterbacks. You know, where it's a very similar route to what the Chiefs did. I see it. It's obvious. What? How? Because Daniel Jones is very similar to Alex Smith. The yeah, thing but is the that Chiefs team was really good. Well, we're trying to. Kind of stink. Well, we're trying. We're trying looking to, at Alex Smith. We're, he we're, was given like six years to become like a decent quarterback. Yes, like coming out. Also, like that, that would never happen now. Him. Everybody thought he was like the greatest thing ever. That would never happen now. Waiting that long yeah, for you, a guy to pan you out. Rate, you don't rate. Yeah. I mean, he he kind of panned out. 
He was we he, won multiple he was AFC average. West he's titles. He's a good winner. He's but a Chiefs, game the, manager. The he's Chiefs, not a good winner. Chiefs, he never won the playoffs. One of the Chiefs drafted. He won Tariko. one playoff game. One of the Chiefs. And that was against Tariko. the backup Texas team. One of the Chiefs. What Jeff, year? What round? What year? Twenty sixteen. Okay. And you had Alex Smith for a while still. Mm-hmm. So Alex Smith had Tyreek Hill. Yes. We're going to continue to try to rebuild this team. The Daniel team Jones was really be, good. Did Daniel Jones would be cheap? Like, are you saying going from like Daniel Jones is Alex Smith and you're going to get a Patrick Mahomes? Uh well, an up- is that what you're more, is that more, what you're trying to say? One Patrick Mahomes, or like your team when is it, like the 2013 Chiefs or 2012 Chiefs, and then you got well, a new quarterback, I'm that Alex Smith. You got 